Hello and welcome to the Sensual Being podcast with myself, your host, Jolene Whiting. I have been a pole dance teacher for nearly 20 years. I'm also a yoga instructor and my favorite pastimes are connecting to my own sensuality, connecting with the world and connecting with animals as well. In this podcast, you'll find new and inventive ways of how you see yourself, connecting yourself with others, and also how you see and view the world around you. Today, we are going to look at how this season of winter pulls us into our comfort zones, but also whilst it's important to know how to break out of them as well. Hello, you wonderful sensual being, and welcome back to the podcast. And welcome if you are new to the podcast, as we are, as always, are still growing. Um, and yeah, so welcome. Thank you for joining today. Our topic today will hit home to everybody, including myself, because it's about your comfort zone. And I think this time of year, if you're listening in real time, it's currently January and the winter pushes us to go inward and go into what I like to call a cave or a nest. And we like to just retreat a little bit. Now, this is all well and good and definitely do it. To be honest, this week, we've had a little bit of snow in the UK where I live and it does call for slowing down a little bit of stillness even though it's a new year it's okay if you want to push but when it's the new year and it's in the depth of winter it is not the most natural time to go full steam ahead I feel like it is a time to nest in and manifest the things that you want so you're planting the seeds ready for them to grow in the spring So this sort of time is great for going inward into the cave, into the darkness of your soul and to see what is there and what is wanting to be nourished this year. So just because we're at the start of the year does not necessarily mean full steam ahead. You are allowed to have some time to recuperate, to slow down, because let's face it, over Christmas time, a lot of people do not slow down, we ramp it up. And so now we almost have the permission just to step back. Okay, so this means that we enjoy living in our comfort zone. This is the time of year for it. Oh, it's so juicy, you know, just to nest in and be comfy. And all of our outer things, when we do that, so literally you wanna make yourself comfortable, warm, and, you know, nice food, a little bit of comfort food, you know, maybe some carbs, you know, that sort of thing makes us comfy. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. So enjoy it. Yeah, because we need that in our lives. But it can also be quite difficult to come out of because coming out of it is literally physically coming out of your comfort zone. And when we have this physical of the comfort and the comfort zone. When we mentally want to break out of the comfort zone, whether it's through work, projects, art, or activities, anything, it can be really hard, yeah? So this is gonna be more of a reminder of why 
you will want to come out of your comfort zone because we only get one life. Yeah. And we don't want to be comfy all the time. We want to be doing stuff. If you think, oh no, of course I want to be comfy all the time. I can promise you, no, you don't. Okay. A straight off an easy one. If you want to have children, you are not going to be comfy when you give birth, but you want the child. Yeah. So you can see what I mean. So hopefully that has reframed it so you can understand the knowing that you need to be uncomfortable to get the things that you want. Okay. You need to be able to push at times past like the imposter syndrome. Okay. So when you start doing new things, that little voice in your head can go, well, who are you to do that? Who are you to write a book? Who are you to start a podcast? Who are you to teach that? Yeah. You need to be able to be ready for it, to navigate it and go, yeah, I hear you. Mm, It is different, isn't it? Imposter syndrome. Yes, I hear you. But I was expecting you to show up. Therefore, I'm just going to move past you and let you just carry on saying whatever you want to say. But you know what? I'm not really listening to you. No, no, I'm not really listening to you at all. So being ready for those sort of feelings is is key. And I've said it before on the podcast, but it needs to be said again and again not only for you guys, but also for me, because I'm a human too. And I get these sort of feelings, which is why I'm putting them out there, because I know how damaging they can be. I think this podcast would have been launched years ago if it wasn't for imposter syndrome. But I also believe in divine timing. This podcast was released at the time it was supposed to be for whatever reason the universe had planned. But you know, I can also look back and think, oh, coulda, woulda, shoulda. But I understand that imposter syndrome did hold me back and it's not at the moment. (laughs) But it's remembering that if we don't take any risk in life with anything, then we are risking everything. Do you want to be somebody who on your deathbed wishes that they had done different things, led a different life? Do you want to live a life of regret thinking, wish I had done that before? You know, and it's it's such a common thing. We are so done down to think that we can't do certain things or we'll do that tomorrow or maybe we'll do that next year. You know, we always keep putting things off. But when you realise that the time is actually right now, oh, oh, it's not a good time, Jolene, right now. No, no, no. Actually, no, screw that. Yes, it is a good time right now. And all these barriers that you're putting up, are you trying to work past them or are you just putting the barriers up? Oh, I've got the wrong job for doing that. I haven't got enough money or I'm not fit enough to do that. Are you, if you're putting up barriers, are you actually addressing those barriers? Are you getting a different job? Are you looking? Are you trying to get fitter? Whatever it is, if you're just somebody who's making excuses, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. You are someone who is going to live a life of regret. And that is the hard truth. And if you don't want to listen to our hard truth, then I suggest that you switch over to something else. (laughs) Because... I'm not here to sugarcoat for you. I'm here for you to be reminded 
of how strong and capable you actually are. And it's remembering that we have all got to start somewhere. Okay, so my pole dancing school was born in, oh my God, I can't remember. When I started teaching, so 2006 was Purity Studio, when that was, Purity Pole Dancing, so when that was born, 2006, so that was 18 years ago. Mm. When I started, was it a successful business? (laughs) No, it was brand new. It's like when I started this podcast, was it a successful podcast? Depends what you deem successful, really. Did it have a load of listeners? No, because it was brand new and I just uploaded the first episode. So you have to respect the journey, particularly the start, because we get heavily inspired by those around us. So I remember that I had to delete a load of my favorite, favorite people on Instagram because I was looking at their work and I was getting so inspired. But then when it come close to to actually doing something about my dream, I shut down. I was like, nope, I'm not doing it. Because I was thinking that mine would never be like theirs. And that was completely wrong, completely wrong. And also correct, mine would never be like theirs. But you know, I was comparing my podcast dream, it wasn't even a reality. I was comparing my podcast dream to a podcast that had been going for years. And that that's not anything to compare to. It really isn't. So we are so warped. We can think we're being inspired. And then actually, we can actually be getting demotivated at the same time. So sometimes you've got to cut those people out in the nicest possible way with love, delete them or unfollow them or or whatever it is you need to do to be able to wave your magic wand to get your creation off the ground, whatever it is. And at the time in 2006, when I set up Purity Studio, I, I was very fortunate in the sense of the internet was a thing in 2006, but social media, I mean, we had MySpace And that wasn't anything like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or X, or whatever it's called. I don't use that. Um, It wasn't anything like it is now. I mean, the comparison that we have to other people and other people's lives is huge now. Whereas back then, I was just bimbling about doing my own thing. And yes, I had other people I could compare to, but not on the same scale not at all on the same scale as what I've got now and what we have now. I mean, social media can be great, but it's finding that balance where you are using it and not being used by it. And like I say, with the inspiration coming from amazing people, I, uh, you know, it can take, comparison can be done quite unaware and you don't realise it's happening in a bad way. And sometimes you may never know. So becoming more aware of that is absolutely huge. But stepping out of your comfort zone is is one of the most important things you will ever do in your life. And I believe in having multiple lifetimes in one life, we don't have to live the same life over and over again. 
We really don't. And that is a choice that we make. And at the same time, the conditioning tells us to stay small, play it safe. And I am not somebody, for example, who wants to buy a place and have a mortgage on one house because I find that incredibly restrictive, the thought of that. It's like I don't want to get married as well. The thought of being that restricted doesn't sit right with me. I want to be able to move through my life. Even if I choose to stay where I am, I like having the choice. And I know a mortgage, yes, you can sell up and stuff, but it's not as easy as if you're renting. Everyone's got different choices on this and personal opinions, but this is just my own one for you to have a little dive into. But I remember watching, there was a film, oh my God, I, oh God, I can't remember what it's called. It was on Netflix and it's got whoever was Charlotte in Sex and the City. She's in this film and it's about um, the elephants at Christmas time. Holiday in the Wild, that's it. That's what it's called, Holiday in the Wild. And this is a perfect example of a film where you can have multiple lives in one lifetime. So basically the um, premise is that she has been with her partner for years. Her son has just gone off to uni, I think, university. So they're going to take a little kind of extra mini moon, honeymoon, whatever you call it, I can't remember, but like a second honeymoon to a safari. And then actually, as soon as the uh, kid is out and at uni, the husband decides, no, I don't want to be with you anymore. And she's like, hi, great, you know, don't know what to do about that. So she goes on the safari on her own. But how it plans out is basically she just has a completely different life because she goes and works with these elephants over this holiday time. And it's just such a beautiful, beautiful film. And particularly if you love elephants and nature, oh, oh, it's just beautiful. But it just shows you can actually have different lives in this lifetime. You do not have to stay in the same place forever. You don't have to. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. You don't have to stay in the same job or type of job. Yeah? So this is all very powerful stuff, which I'm hoping that is going into your soul and your soul's going, well, you know what? We could do a little bit more, couldn't we? Or we could try this or we could do that. Yeah? And if it wasn't for breaking out of my comfort zone, I mean... A year, a year ago, if you had asked me, will you be leading like some chanting ceremonies? Will you be singing in meditations to face to face with people? I would have said, huh, no, God, no, I don't sing. Mm-mm. I've always told myself that. Would you, a year ago, if you had said to me, you're going to go into a few shops and a few like shops, that, musical shops that sell instruments and you're going to ask them if you can play some instruments that you've never played before, never even touched before and you're going to play them instinctively in the middle of that shop in front of people and it's actually going to sound pretty good, surprisingly, because you had no idea. I would have said a year ago, no, that's not me. I don't play any instruments. Well, I can tell you now that all of that stuff over the past year has happened. Yeah. 
all because, and I'm not telling you it was easy. It was a push to get me out of my comfort zone. When I told my partner I wanted to go to Southall to buy a harmonium or something similar, I ended up buying a shooty box, or as he likes to put it, a squeeze box, which is kind of cute. Um, he was he was like, um, well, Southall, why? Southall, really? Like, and you want to go there? To, and I was like, yeah, I've been recommended to go there. And he was like, really? So I not only went there and played it, played a few instruments actually in front of people I didn't know in the middle of a shop. I had no idea how to play this. I'd only seen them once and thought I need that sound in my life. But instinctively, you've got to pick the one that works for you. So not only was I doing all that, but my partner was there as well. And anything that's in front of people that you care the most about and you're most worried if they, you know, any of their judgment will go in quite hard and quite deep and I was like no I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and it was interesting like the the support he gave me even though he had no idea what I was doing and to be honest I didn't know what I was doing either at that time but the support he gave me was just huge and that showed that he really did support whatever I wacky things that I wanted to do and just as a side note the squeeze box I ended up getting I played a couple of them and he moved, he instinctively just moved away for a couple of them. But the one I settled on, he moved closer. And I hadn't realized this until afterwards when he said to me, I oh, was that the one you're getting. And I went, yeah, definitely. He goes, that's interesting because when you were playing the other ones, I walked off. And then when you played this one, I came over and I was just thought, it's, it's all done on instinct and intuition. It's so, I mean, it's so mad, all of this. And all of this happened because I was brave enough. I had the courage in those moments to take myself out of my comfort zone. And then it started getting easier. I mean, the flutes that I play, I had never played a flute, spirit flute before. And it was in the middle of a busy crystal shop and they do a lot of Native American um things they're two feathers in brighton and an amazing shot and they have always have lovely help if you need it and i even bought my drum there as well but when i played played playing the drum was a bit easier i think but playing the flutes was that little bit harder and someone showed me and i just instinctively played it how he said and it was the noise that came out was just amazing and this was in the biz, a busy shop. I had loads of people just sort of turning and looking at me. And I'm thinking, just focus on what I'm doing because it's not about them, it's about me. And it did take some effort, yeah? But if I hadn't done any of this, pushed out of my comfort zone, nothing would have happened. Nothing different would have happened. And years ago, when I said to people that I worked with in an office, oh, I'm setting up my pole dancing school, they thought I was completely bonkers, but nothing would ever happen if I hadn't tried to take myself out of my comfort zone. And you've got to remember that humans are made up of about, I think it's about 60% water. Water will always try and take the path of least resistance. And that's us. It'd be, if we can do something easier, we will. To actually do something that's difficult, that's a push. That's a big push. And in other sometimes it can be an incredibly painful push. But the reward and the payoff, even if you try something and it doesn't work, you can rest at night knowing that you tried. Yeah? 
And that is an easier thing to live with and deal with than to regret never having done something at all. And it's remembering that we all have 24 hours in the day. You might come back to me and say, oh, Jolene, everybody has different, different like setups and walks in life. I'm sure you've heard of many people, particularly millionaires or billionaires or whatever, and they had an awful childhood, an awful upbringing. And then you look at them now, what they what they're doing. It doesn't matter what walk of life you've come from, what stories you've told yourself in the past, you have the power to create your life how you want it. And no one can ever take that away from you unless you let them, okay? That is your choice. So I hope you have taken some bits from this today. And as much as I've enjoyed giving this out to you, I feel like a lot of this stuff is so impactful for me. It just reminds me of my own journey and how far I've come. So I appreciate you listening to this and joining me on this journey through life. Remember, as always, to lead through your life with your heart and to live with intention. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your friends and on social media. If you have the time to rate or review this podcast, I'd be ever so grateful. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at Jolene Sensual Being. The links to my YouTube and to sign up to my mailing list will be in the show notes as well. I look forward to speaking with you again very soon.